the global pandemic, multiple severe tropical cyclones, and Russia's invasion of Ukraine have resulted in an economic crisis in Fiji. With debt reaching 90% of GDP last year, exacerbating the lower economic growth trends that were emerging before the pandemic. To address this crisis, the Fijian government and 500 representatives joined forces over a two-day workshop to help the government get out of a financial hole. Rachel Nath has been following the developments at the National Economic Summit, which took place after 16 years. The people have spoken, demanding an urgent need to address skyrocketed inflation levels. Hot on the heels of an intense two-day open dialogue, Minister for Finance Mr. Biman Prasad says economic growth is the answer for Fiji. Short-term measures such as directed and targeted assistance for lower-income households could be improved with increased government revenue created by a growing economy and increased economic growth. Mr. Prasad says 14 key resolutions have also been agreed upon and will help inform the government's short, medium and long-term policies and strategies. But what the country hopes to see surface from this summit is immediate ease to Fijian pockets, such as bringing down the cost of basic needs. Economist Mr. Nilesh Gounder says to see a change of sorts, government needs to relate to the people's challenges. Talking about a total review of the, of the cost of living index and the, how the cost of living basket uh, is, 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 is calculated because at the moment it seems there's, there's a mismatch between the cost of living, the inflation rate, and what actually consumers and households are feeling on the ground. So I think a review is now necessary for the cost of living uh, basket that is used to calculate the consumer price. But the government also needs money. So a big ticket item on the agenda was talking about increasing revenue and tax as a solution. At the moment, goods and services tax or VAT sits at 9% and suggestions floated to lift it up to 15% to try and restore the economy. Fiscal Review Committee Chair Richard Naidu proposed taxing basic items like flour and rice, which people currently pay no tax on. At 9%, FERCA tells us that's costing us $160 million a year. And of course, who benefits the most from that zero rating? It's mostly people in this room. We can afford more money. We can afford to buy more basic items, more flour, more rice, more, 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 more cooking oil than the poorest people. So we're getting the benefit of that. Mr. Naidu suggests targeting the lower-income households and finding a way to deliver cash to them. Minister for Finance says a final decision will be made by the government. Now, the Prime Minister, Mr. Sidiveni Rambuka, extended a message of unity, told government and business leaders that reshaping the future means more than just promoting economic growth and development. Requires our communities to be united and to move away from divisions. We all know that those divisions have not worked any good for us. We know what those divisions have done to our nation and to us as people. Let us be reminded that we can all work together to seek solutions to challenges and maintain our different political viewpoints. 
A New Zealand-based financial expert told the Fiji Sun that the summit is a failure as it cannot produce meaningful outcomes, stating that governments should have pre-existing strategies and visions for the country and not rely on summits. The experts suggest earning more public sector income from other sources and maintaining a smaller government with better management of public resources to improve economic outcomes.